This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If a guy likes you, you'll know. And if a guy doesn't like you, you'll be confused. And that's just a tea. Ooh, it's about to get juicy in here. Hey guys, welcome back to TK's Juicy Pod. I'm here today with one of my really good friends, so Ollie Abbas. Hello. We we had to pronounce my last name right a few times. Yeah, I know. I do few people butcher it. Like, did you grow up with people butchering it? Oh, butchering my first name always. <laughs> oh, They're really? Like, Ali Oil Oli. Really? Oli Oli. Is, is it short for something though? No. Really? I was given a dog's name at birth. <laughs> Yeah, so it's only three letters. What does it mean? Like, what's the what's the meaning behind it? Why did your parents name you it? I don't or know. Ollie? They kind of just, like, threw a dart. Really? It landed. Yeah. It's actually a really... Like, I literally <clears throat> don't think I know anyone else named Ollie. Unless it was, like, a nickname. Well, there's, like, Oliver and yeah. Ollie. But I feel like those are, like, new names, uh-huh. if that makes sense. Like, yeah. people who are, like, under 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For real. But I don't know. I mean, it just happened, I guess. Do your siblings have unique names? No. No? You yeah. just got... Yeah. You got the cool one, right? Yeah, we came here and they were like, okay, everyone's getting a white name. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me about, yeah, tell me like what your ethnicity, because you have like beautiful skin and like oh, wow. beautiful eyes and stuff and so complexion. Oh my God. I, I think that about you. Stop. <laughs> okay, well, I'm technically Egyptian and I say that technically because my dad was an orphan. Wow. So, like, who knows what I mix with? Wow. Yeah. Do I know anything about, like, my Which culture? Which is so... I feel like that's so rare. Yeah. I never hear about anyone being well, Egyptian, right? I, I know r- literally nothing about Egypt, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, unfortunately, <laughs> I didn't learn that much about my culture. Like, yeah. literally, when my parents were there, they're like, woo, uh-huh. we're in the South now, and this is America. Yeah. <laughs> when did they move here? Um, I think my mom moved here when she was, like... In her, like, early 20s. Okay. And then my dad was older, so, like, 28 or 29 or something. Okay. So, they kind of were, like, peace out. Really? Peace out, Egypt. Yeah, we're going to try something new. So, they're both from Egypt? Yeah. Wait, and then did they meet in Egypt and then they moved here together? It's kind of, like, a weird, like, long story. So, uh-huh. like, basically my dad was an engineer there. Uh-huh. And then he worked on planes and then... My mom wants to be, like, an air hostess or something. Uh-huh. And that's, like, a big thing there in the Middle East, like, Dubai Airlines and all that. Oh, and yeah. Like, they have crazy airlines. Yeah, exactly. Like, the Casey Neistat video. Exactly. Go off, sis. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, my mom's, like, dream to do that. She's like, What's oh, my the, God, I want to do it. Isn't that airline, like, M- 
Emirates. 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 Yeah. Or em- yeah. I don't know if I'm Well, it wasn't that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, my mom's like, oh my God, like I want to do that or whatever. And then like my grandpa was in like the Air Force in Egypt. No way. So like he kind of like just like knew like engineers and people like that. So then he knew my dad and then he kind of like introduced them. So it was like a love marriage. Which oh is kind my of, like, gosh. Not really common in Egypt. My parents are very like not normal. Yeah. Like they did everything like not normal. They like had a love marriage. They like moved to Egypt. They had like kids early. They popped off basically. Wow. Yeah. And, and they're still like, together? Yeah, they are. Wow. They let us do anything we want basically. Yeah. That's actually like amazing that that yeah. all worked out. Yeah, it all worked out. Praise be. Praise be indeed. <laughs> My mom's literally me and she's the funniest person I know, but she doesn't speak English very well. So no one knows this. Really? But she's so funny. She's so funny. She She's funnier than me. I heard that she's, and you're pretty funny, so that's. Yeah. She's like literally my humor, my sense of style, like everything comes from. Really? Yeah. I heard that she, from Remy actually, that's how I met Ollie through, I'd say primarily Remy and then yeah. obviously Alicia. Miss Alicia. Yeah. Love her. But uh, I heard that your mom is very like spiritual oh, yeah. and she, she she's is. almost like a psychic right yeah. she's a psychic that's not her thing like she doesn't do it as a job or anything she kind of gives readings to people that she wants to she in her belief she's like oh like i was given a gift and like she doesn't want to like capitalize on it or whatever yeah it's like it gets taken away or whatever how did she discover that she had that oh her whole life like she's been like foretelling or foreseeing things or just like intuitively knowing stuff about people and things are gonna happen so does she like um i guess read your life a lot oh no to you? oh no i don't i don't ask her i don't want really know. you don't yeah. know yeah but like it's funny because when i was like in like you know the high school transition to yeah. like, college and i was so confused about my life she would always be like oh i weird i see you at medical school this and that like she would just blame me lie so then yeah. after that, i was like okay mom goodbye yeah, yeah. do you yeah. believe in all of that stuff I, I definitely do because I've seen it. Like, yeah. I've seen her predict stuff for people and it's like 100% accurate. And like she's That's not doing it wild. for like any reason. Like it's not like she like publicly tells people. It's just like family, friends or family or like yeah. people that I know. That yeah. She'll like well, hasn't she read Remy? She has. That's wild. Yeah. And Remy was like, oh my God, everything's so true and like crazy. Yeah. And, like, I had this friend that she thought, like, her boyfriend was, like, cheating on her. And, like, well, actually, she didn't know her boyfriend she cheating She just wanted to know if, like, the guy was right for her. And then my mom was like, oh, he's cheating on you. And <gasps> there's this girl. And her name starts with this or whatever. So then the same day that we were hanging out together, she went and confronted the guy, which she had no idea he was cheating or anything. And he admitted to everything. Shut up. He was like, how did you know? And he was so shook. Oh, yeah. my God. So I was shook as well. That is like, wow, wild. Maybe I should listen to her once in a while. That is next level. So can you tell me about like where are you from? How you got planted in LA? What drove you to come to LA? Okay. Can you talk to me a little bit about Fitum and then how you got to like your job now? Okay, so we're going to pause the episode really quickly so I can talk about literally one of my favorite things on the planet, da-da-da-da, Anchor. So if you haven't heard about Anchor before, it's basically the easiest way to make a podcast 
period. Let me just explain to you what they have. First of all, it's free, which like nothing's free anymore. So I feel like that's already your number one winner. Second of all, there's like all these different creation tools on the platform where you can make your own podcast and like you can record and edit it right from your phone or your computer, which is like crazy because you don't need all this fancy equipment. And like I said, it's free. So you're saving money that way too. And then my personal favorite thing about Anchor and like the main reason why I use it is because Anchor will literally distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on all different platforms that like basically any podcast can be distributed. So it can be heard through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. So all you do is submit your podcast link and they literally distribute it everywhere for you, which is incredible. And overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So it's super easy. I can't recommend it enough. I personally use this every week and I just love it so much. I recommend it to every one of my friends that wants to start a podcast. Even my brother uses it. So it's very user friendly and I definitely recommend. So be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So don't miss your opportunity to make an awesome podcast and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now let's get back into the episode. Hope you're enjoying it so far. Mwah. Okay. <laughs> that was a lot of questions. <laughs> I'm from Florida, closer to like the Orlando area uh-huh. where like Disney and all the gators are and the uh-huh. hurricanes and all that fun stuff and the swamp. <laughs> okay, so I was born in Atlanta, Georgia. And then I was moved to South Carolina with my family. And then that's kind of where I was raised. So really? that's where I learned respect for people. And I didn't like know that. Person. Yeah. And I had a country accent and everything. It was crazy. And like, what? imagine me like, no, this, like ethnic kid with a country accent. They were like, huh? Yeah. And by yeah. the way, he's wearing like all black, like Gucci, like pimped out chains <laughs> right now. Like he is You're not. Me up. <laughs> I could never imagine that. Yeah. It was weird. I had the worst, like. Is hick offensive? Is that an offensive word? No. Okay, I have oh, like I, a I know hillbilly, so many yeah. like, accent. Like, I literally talk so, like, twangy and, like, South Carolina. People in L.A. probably think I'm a hick. <laughs> I'm a hick at heart. Like, I love fried chicken. I love my icy. Like, wow. You like, do love fried chicken. Everything, like, everything Southern I love. But that's where I grew up, and that's all I knew. And, like, South Carolina nutshell was, like, them telling us dinosaurs don't exist in schools. Like, that was the how I was brought up it was very odd so then eventually I think I was like 10 or 11 then I moved to Florida hated Florida awful if you live there I'm so sorry really you hated it yeah more than South Carolina South Carolina was great I loved it neighborhood vibes I never like experienced anyone being like weird or evil to my family and then Florida oh People are racist. People are awful. Like, did not have the best experience with Florida. Oh, my God. And, like, anything, like, anything you wore, anything you did was, like, outrageous. Like, if you're a guy and you wear skinny jeans, like, oh, my God, people would stare at you up and down the street. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's, like, the complete opposite of, like, L.A. Uh Uh-huh. So, Uh like, here... Well, and it is, like, literally on the map. (laughs) Yeah. So... Why I wanted to move to LA, obviously everyone watches TVs and movies and I just noticed like a common pattern of like everything was in California. So I was like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. And like, I want to be there and like, I want to just be there. Like, I don't know. That's where all the people I admire and look up to like live. 
So I started looking into like colleges and then there was like Florida State and that was the safest option. I didn't go with that, obviously. Then there's FIT, which I think my sister went to a long time ago. So my parents were pushing that because they like already knew it was already trialed and they knew it was like something. And my sister also lived in New York at the time. So they were like, oh, like you'll have family there. Like it it makes sense. But then I found FITM, which is an accredited school in L.A., and it was the perfect fit, basically. So and then, where did your, like, drive for, like, how? why did you want to go to fashion school, then? <clears throat> um, so fashion has always been very violently important to me. So Why? Just, like, that's just how I always express myself. Like, even in Florida, like, I didn't care, like what I wore and like I would always wear what I wanted and like be kind of like rebellious with my clothing like that's how I would like resist like everyone in Florida like that was like my way of like rebelling and being like "Mm, I don't fit in and I don't want to be here type of vibe okay so like through fashion I experienced that like I would like go online and like look up these magazines and then get these magazines and then I was just always inspired by fashion it was mostly streetwear it was never like you know runway or like project runway that type of fashion it was always streetwear and like even like the japanese street style it it just was so cool to me so i was like okay like this is a thing that like i want to get into so then i was like looking into like actual jobs like people can have in their life and i wanted to be a buyer Uh that's like what i intended to but as you know, life Not, leads yeah. me in so many different ways. Yeah. So, and that's why I wanted to go to Finham too, because I was like, oh, I want to be a fashion buyer because, you know, I'd see them at like runway shows and they'd be so cool with their little notepads, like buying stuff for the stores. I was like, I want to, I want that to be me. Yeah. So basically that's what happened and Finham had the perfect program for that. So tell me about your experience, which by the way, guys, I did not know Ollie when you yeah, went to FITM or when I went to FITM. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah. What was your experience like at FITM? Did you like it? Do you recommend it? Stuff like okay. that was your major and stuff like that. So I studied marketing and then by your second year, I believe you can choose if you want to go in the buying direction or merchandising. Mm-hmm. So I chose like the buying direction because that's like what I wanted. And like, I know that required you to take like hard math classes and like harder teachers, like, you know, rate my professor. It's like, Oh my God, they're so hard. I would purposely try to take the hard professors because I wanted like my money's worth. (sighs) Did I think FITM was worth it? Definitely. Like I loved it. Like FITM was like one of the best experiences of my life. I will say like, I didn't have the typical college experience and I, I wish like in another life, like I had that. So what do you mean by the typical college You know, like the frat parties, like the craziness. Sports. Yeah. Like the sports, like just like the spirit. What did you like specifically? Cause I know Mm -hmm. I'm sure people that listen to this, like know what I wish I would have had. Yeah. What are those like little things that you really wish you would have had? Um, definitely like, okay. Like in a perfect dream world, I would have went to USC. I would have loved to experience like the dorm life and just like the games and how passionate people are. And just like, I don't know. It was just like such a different vibe. Like everyone would just like party all hours and it was just like crazy all the time. But also like people really hunker down and everyone there is super smart. And it's like the library and like the oldness of like the college and like the history of it. I don't know. It just fascinates me. Okay. But I mean, I trade it for like a glamorous fashion school. So 
so worth it. And so me. Like, definitely my personality. It's so, it is so you. Yeah, like, thank God. Like, I would not, like, trade that for the world. Like, that was exactly what I wanted in a college experience. Yeah. Like, everyone, every day, dressed in the nines, full makeup done. Yeah. Hair done. I mean, some. Some people come in hoodies, and they would get dirty looks. But, <laughs> like, everyone was just themselves, and it was just so cute. And, oh, wow. I just love Fido. Yeah. I would go back. Really? Yeah, I loved it. So, what did you... Why do you think it's so... Or it, it was such, like, a valuable experience for you? FITM, I felt like it's a college that everyone goes to if they're too good for their hometown. Like, literally everyone who went there was someone who was, like, too special to live where they lived. <laughs> and we all found each other. Like, it was literally a tribe. Like, we were all, we're all FITM sisters and brothers. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, I loved everyone at FITM. Like, yeah. everyone was great. Yeah. Like, all the teachers, like, the staff. Like, Wow. I feel like I could see you going back to, like, be a guest, like, speaker. Oh, I would too. love that. Yeah, yeah. You should. But they would never. No, they for sure would. They, they don't know who I am. They're yes, like, I do. Mm, no, ma'am. I'm sure they would. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I live for FITM. So you graduated, and yeah. did you do the associates program? I did. Well, okay. The cool part about FITM is, like, they, like, harass you into, like, being ready for the job field. So, like... They really do, yeah. but in the best way. It, but, like, they're so like evil about it it's like they like make you do all this work and all these group projects and then you're like oh my god like when i get a job it's gonna be so hard but it's exact opposite it's like college was way harder than work like actual work which i appreciate so much also like just having them do that it builds your work ethic i feel like literally every fit and person i know has like the best work ethic ever well i'd rather be like over prepared exactly. than under prepared you know exactly and like just like all all, like their like amenities to just like the tutoring and like the teachers going like above and out of their way like I've had so many like mentors from Finham too like Karen Keefaber love you <laughs> I agree yeah she was the best like she taught me everything I know and like what was, teacher like, would she teach um she taught trend forecasting and then I stayed oh, wow. in touch with her that's and awesome. we still talk to the same and that's the thing about that I like about Finham it's like the connections yeah too, which we'll get into later okay yeah yeah, yeah. Da, da, da. yeah. so you graduated yeah and then, I graduated and then how did you get to kind of like where you are now like okay. did you do a bunch of internships oh my god like, yeah let's okay. let's rewind okay to how they kind of harass okay okay so I went there and I went to like the career counselor and I was like I want to be a buyer this is why I moved here and period like this is my dream job so then the career advisor was like okay well this is the steps to do it you need to get a retail job you need to keep it the whole time you're in college you need to intern you need to network and you need to like network with your professors and like let's go like if you're serious about it like the, this is basically the form they laid out the steps by exactly. the way for those of you that don't understand what we're talking about there's this whole section of the school that's called the career center yeah and basically like students can go there at any time of the day and you, you you're like kind of assigned like by the major yeah. you have like different people you go to yeah but you can like set up appointments where you go and they'll like always check in on you to like make sure you either have an internship or yeah. yeah you're on track so you like they really like help hone down on like if you have an internship or a job like while you're at school so that way you're like building real world experience at while Which you're like so important simultaneously getting a degree continue so so your career advisor set you up she set me up she gave me this whole like list and then like like I followed it to the T like I was like let me utilize my two brain cells here and get this <laughs> together 
so okay it's kind of a long story but i'm gonna try to shorten it as much as i can yeah. so i first started like literally like month one like month one i got like an internship at the Finham debut show so oh, then sick. i did like they're like dressing and like whatever like backstage and awesome. i was like oh my god this is so cool which i love debut yeah i think it's love so it. sick and it's such a good experience especially if you're like completely new to Finham. it's just like oh my god whoa. it's so cool like you get immersed in it so then while i was doing that i was like ooh, like i kind of like like styling and like i kind of like this backstage fashion stuff and like i was like maybe this is like another way like i can get into that world mm-hmm. of like runway and stuff because I was like always interested in like being a buyer and like going to shows and I was like well this is another way I could be yeah. involved mm-hmm. so especially while I'm in school so I started interning there and then through that like I met like this lady who like does it for like all these like LA fashion weeks and then somehow like I met and it, it was just like okay like it, it was like a, a ball falling off a mountain and rolling yeah. it, it's just like one you thing kind of hit the, the ground running in LA yeah. I feel like with like everything well if you if you apply yourself exactly you have to apply yourself yeah. so month one like I did that and then by like month three I met this PR firm which I still work with to stay with the job I have now which is so cool like, that's a awesome. circle moment basically like they did all the LA fashion weeks at the time okay so they brought in all the designers and it would be like such a thing because LA Fashion Week wasn't that big back then but they're trying to make it such a thing which yeah. now it's such a thing yeah like Moschino and like Saint Laurent and yeah. they, they do all that now which is it's so huge. crazy even um Tommy Hilfiger yeah it's off. so cool now yeah. like and it's being taken seriously because oh, yeah. before like LA fashion was not taken seriously because yeah. everyone's like oh everyone's so laid back but I mean it's true we're all laid yeah. back here yeah so through them I started working with like the official LA fashion week which is crazy through that I kind of backstage met people and then I befriended Mackenzie Olsen which is like the Olsen's twin stepmother oh really yeah we kind of just hit it off she just started talking to me and we hit it off and then through her she was being interviewed by an editor and um i'm not gonna name any of these companies because like that's fine reasons but um because i don't work there anymore but like you know yeah so this editor of this magazine in la um was interviewing her and then afterwards i was like oh my god like i'm a student at fitum like i'm trying to find like internships like i really want to like be a stylist and like blah 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 for like the magazine or whatever or like do something or like be involved and then he was like oh my god like i just love how passionate you are like not a lot of people like come up and ask for an internship yeah. and stuff which I learned at Finham that like you should do that yeah these should. are things I learned at Finham which is crazy and um so then he was like I actually have a shoot tomorrow at 7 a.m like if you can be there like you can help and I was like okay T so <laughs> okay, I showed tea. up and I was like a little like triggered because I was like what is this shoot it was like very random and then it was a photo shoot for himself which was really funny at the time I don't know I, I just thought it was funny so then um that is hilarious I styled him for it and he loved me like everyone on set loved me literally within that same week they actually hired me as like an assistant stylist that's epic okay why do you think they loved you though i don't know like people do you just think, love me no but do you know what i mean like do you think it's because you were just like put your head down and you're working um, or do you think you just like have a very amicable presence or what i think it's a combination of just like my presence and i actually know what i'm doing i feel like a lot of people like when they first meet me they're kind of just like <laughs> but it's like i actually violently know what i'm doing okay like, literally like every like project i did for Finum or anything they like still use it as examples to yeah. this day 
like is crazy. Like even like my trend forecasting teacher was telling me they still use the projects I made in school like four like three or four years ago. Oh my god! And still like my trends are still on point. Wow! Like so, whoa! <laughs> so like I know what I'm doing, and um, but it's also like you kind of need for me. I need a marketing degree to kind of prove that I know stuff. Okay. Like I'm really good at trend forecasting, and I know like what's going to be the next uh-huh. thing if that makes. So sense. speaking of what do you think? We'll do a tangent. What do you think is the next big thing for fashion? I guess for fashion. Or even for just anything in general. We'll do fashion first. Um, I think in fashion, like, I feel like all, like, the streetwear brands are turning into, like, normcore. Which, like, I... What does that mean? What do you mean? Okay, so, like... How would I explain this? Like, basically, like, all, like, the flashier brands are trying to translate more into streetwear, which, like, you see with, like, Virgil and, like, all that, like, in Louis Vuitton. But, like, I think uh, the biggest one is, like, Saint Laurent. Like, they're very, like, minimal. Like, it almost looks like they're Target shoes, if that makes sense. They're, like, very generic. Uh Like, I feel like they're transgressing to that, which I personally, like, am not a fan of. Uh But I feel like that's where it's going. I agree, because I'm, like, if I want to buy, like, a designer thing... I want to look. Yeah, I don't want them to look like my twenty dollars shoes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want them to have like the rhinestones yeah. and spikes. Do you think people are doing that just because people like to be more like low key now, not as flashy, or what? No, I think they're trying to like pander towards a certain community, which like is a topic for another day. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I I don't I don't understand it personally. Hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, I feel like they should stick to what they know. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see how it turns out. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, there's people who like the more simple look. and like no yeah. like logos and whatever, and that's just their look. But I think to like completely like rebrand a label to like completely plain, uh-huh. it's very interesting. Who me. is your favorite designer? Um, definitely Gucci, and I do love Louis Vuitton. Okay, but I think. Like Balenciaga is killing it. They are killing it. They're killing it. Their social media, everything. Gucci's social media is so good. Like their Instagram. I don't know if you like creep. Yeah. Like they do like slime videos. Like they're so smart. Oh my God. You know whose um, (laughs) social media is insane? Is um, Taco Bell. Yes, they're the best. They're so good. I would like want to like pick their brain, like their social media. They are like epic. Yeah. And like Wendy's and like all like the fast food Twitter people. Oh my God. Pop tarts. (laughs) Pop tarts is savage. All of them. I mean, if you think about it, like even back when just like Super Bowl commercials were like the only form of like big marketing, the simple things like Doritos and like Coca-Cola, like those are the memorable like commercials, you know? By the way, have you, are you on like this Popeye's kick right now? Okay. I have gone. I just, seven I, times and I, I don't have it. I literally just found out about this yeah. yesterday. It's, I, okay. As, explain it, explain it. As the fried chicken connoisseur of the world, like the number one, <laughs> like fried chicken taste tester, Yelp reviewer, Popeye's, who is famously known for their chicken strips, which always make my stomach hurt, but I still <laughs> eat them because they're so good. They finally came out with a chicken sandwich. Obviously, you know, Chick-fil-A, number one, baby, like, they can't take it away from Chick-fil-A. Yeah. They're known for their chicken sandwich. So then Popeye's came along and was like, no, we're going to try it. 
they tried it and apparently people love it but i have not tasted it so i will not say yeah but why is it such a bit i like have never heard this much craze about popeyes in my life why is it such a big deal because popeyes is so famous for like their tenders like it's just so they're so famous for your chicken so for them to like completely like be like "Mm, we're making sandwich nods it was like crazy eli said our friend eli he said that (laughs) he said that him and sarah went the other day during like a lunch break yeah and and down the street and there was a four-hour wait for the freaking chicken sandwich i need that sandwich why is there a four-hour wait that's ridiculous and people are like people will like pay people like for it after they get it wait the four hours like a lot of money at this point i would pay someone to find me one because i still haven't tasted it why i think it's just like a fomo thing i also heard that the try guys like got it and they said it was like amazing so yeah everyone says it's amazing every video i've seen said it was really now i want to try it we should try to find it. We after. should. We really should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to. <laughs> we really went we off. Really went off. I, I just was really interested in the. Yeah. So you knew what you were doing. Yeah. Project. So I started assisting our assistant stylist. Eventually, a few months later, I became like a normal stylist. They were paying me really good. I would get like two or three shoots at a the month. magazine. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing. And it was a lot of money for a college student. I was like, ooh, I'm rolling in it, the house. <laughs> but, like, do I wish I spent that money responsibly? Yes. But was I, like, a dumb, like, 19-year-old? Yes. <laughs> like, what would you spend your money on? Oh, I would just get, like, designer stuff or just, like, random, like, oh, my God, the stupidest stuff. Of course, my rent. Yeah. But, like, I would just, like, frivolously spend. I yeah. would, like, post my everything. And, yeah. Like, it, it was bad. stupid. But, but, I mean, eventually, like, a few months later, I was like, what am I doing? I need to save this. Yeah. Fast forward closer to when I graduated. So I was in like, not to like sound weird, but like the smart people classes that like the teacher had to refer you to get into. Yeah. Like they did, they didn't just let anyone in. So most of the people in these classes, it was like on a random like 7.30 PM after the teacher shift at like, like some big fortune 500 company because like FITM professors were always so cool and had amazing jobs. So FITM professors, again, for those of you that don't know, like a lot of them are still actively working or in the industry which is really cool so like a lot of them will literally like for me I was in digital Mm -hmm. media so they would like come off set like one of our professors he was like full time like this huge graphic artist for like movies like freaking X-Men and stuff like that like crazy so he could only have a Saturday class yeah and so like we literally like Saturday mornings we had class but like it's worth it because now I have an amazing learning from like the best exactly and I rather learn from people who are currently working than people who just got like something like uh, like something on a piece of paper yes like it's so important to me like wow like you learn so much from people who are like actually in the game yeah but okay so six months before i was like a lot of the people in my classes were like some of them were like already in the game and i was like oh like wow like you haven't even graduated yet and you're like already like getting your foot in and like Oh, by, okay, by the way, somewhere along the lines of my FITM days, my teacher broke the news to me that I cannot be taken seriously as a buyer until I'm 30 years old. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. 
That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing-slash-time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge, and more importantly, has kept me hydrated the most, is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. (laughs) But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. This is unfortunately true and very like serious. Like you really have to like be like a key holder for like five to 10 years and then eventually you can become an assist buyer. Long story short, if you're, you're, if you're into the fashion buying world, you already know what it is. Yeah. So obviously I was going to graduate like pretty young. So like I'm not going to sit around and not do anything during the meantime. But I was like, oh, okay, like maybe like I don't want to do that because I don't want to wait till I'm 30 to do like go to fashion shows and all that. But it was, you know, the cold, hard truth, especially like in the fashion industry. A lot of people are older. Yeah. So they don't take a lot of younger people seriously. I feel like present day, that's totally changed. Yeah. Like, now oh people love when people are 18 people and, love young. It. and it's a complete shift that I'm living for because we're both young. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, let me try to do fashion marketing, which is similar. I still get to go to the shows and still get to be part of a brand, like the underbelly of the brand. Okay, so the brand I can't mention, but I worked for the startup brand. And six months before I graduated, she hired me. Was um, it a fashion brand? It was a fashion brand. Okay. 
And it was super cool, super street style, super up my alley. She had someone else handle the social, so I helped her with, like, her buying plan and, like, her investor, like, stuff and, like, all this, like, very, like, important... And her business plan, all this important stuff I learned in school. She got a loan out, and it was going to last her about, like, two or three years. Yeah. But, like, it was good money. She was paying me very well, like, very well. But I pretty much did everything for her. She yeah. was kind of more, like, the creative and design aspect. Uh-huh. And I kind of just did the business side of it. So I got her clothes on, like, Jaden Smith, which was iconic. And then Rihanna wore the shorts to, like, Paris Fashion Week or something. Wow. Which is crazy. And then, and this was all for me just, like, seeking out people I knew from my magazine days. Wow. Because, like, I met so many stylists and stuff. And, like, just, like, having those connections was really helpful. It's crazy. Everyone on, like, if you're ever on a shoot or on set, like. Get to know everyone. Know every single person and, like, know the assistants. Because, like. And the interns. Like. Yeah, Look at me. No one paid and the me dust, and here I am with all the connects. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, pay the people that are, like, bringing the snacks, bringing the crafty, mm-hmm. like... Because you don't know where they're going to be Exactly. So... Like, look at Kim. She used to be a stylist for Paris Hilton, and look where look she is Look where she today. is. That's actually so true. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I worked for her for about, like, six months. Okay, so then I was, like, four months out of graduation. So, because it was a startup, there was no health benefits. There was no, like... 401k or any of that I was just getting paid salary which um my mom was like oh like I think like you should like seek something more stable because you don't know where this is gonna go yeah which was like kind of like a harsh truth but like I was like okay whenever mom like I don't want to listen to you and I was like okay fine like I guess I'll listen to her she's never steered me wrong yeah so I started looking for new jobs and then I kind of like wrote a list of what I wanted in a job so like I'm really into manifestation and like all that by the way everything everything that has happened in my life I have manifested can I I can we pause for a second because I I really want to how do you manifest things like what do you mean um okay so this might dive into a deeper topic, but I like my okay. personal beliefs is I believe that your thoughts create your reality. If you're a positive person and you put out good into the world and you know what you want, like you will get rewarded. Like, and not rewarded in the sense that like monetarily or whatever, but like things will start just like clicking in your favor and kind of just like unexplained things just start happening to you. Mm-hmm. And like, but you have to be like clear about like where you want your life to go and where it's headed because like every everyone got somewhere for some reason and i i believe that it's not all like a coincidence like it's not just like oh i took a left turn and this happened it's like everything has intention and like your words and like how you carry yourself and your energy carries intention and so how do you okay let's say i Mm -hmm. just come up with something (coughs) random let's say i want to i'm looking at my purse let's say i want to do i want to partner be a partner or like do a deal with balenciaga Right. right okay let's say that's like my dream right how do i manifest something like that okay so in a spiritual way you're going to just clearly be like i will like like you're just saying like with in Balenciaga. like you're in real life you say that you can say it in real life which is helpful like your words carry weight or for me let's do more realistic okay. i'm like okay i want to be an on-camera host okay so how do i do that 
Okay, so well, you're you're going to be an on camera host. I already know. <laughs> so like, you just kind of have to put it in your head like that it's gonna happen for you. Like uh-huh. you, like without like you have to have like one hundred percent like no doubt that doubt. it's going to happen for you. I think like a beginner thing like people can watch is The Secret on Netflix. That's the very entry level version of how to manifest. Really? Yeah. Um, in case you want to check it out. Um, yeah, it's called The Secret? Yeah, The Secret on Netflix. Okay. So if I were you, I would, like, make, like, a vision board of, like, you, like, on a set or, like, a drawing of you on a set and just kind of, like, look at it every day. And it kind of, like, it kind of also, like, it's just, like, how you are every day. Like, obviously, you're going to see your, like, plan every day. And, like, you're going to, like, move yourself every day towards that. Like, nothing is really impossible in this yeah. world. Like, if you want to be an on camera tv host you can yeah. like you should never doubt yourself like yeah. ever and that's like basically like what manifesting is like if you doubt yourself like you already like are telling yourself it's not gonna happen yeah so like why not just be like no this is for sure gonna happen like because the most like stubborn and like people that are like no like this is gonna happen it's like it always happens for yeah them. but in a spiritual sense basically you you can write it down you can kind of like visualize it in your head and it kind of just happens it's weird yeah i don't know i don't know how to explain like the the physics of it or like the explanation but it just happens like if I think of something like strong enough or like desire something like things will click or like things will start moving and like it'll happen like for example if I were you and I was like "Mm, like I want to be like an on-camera host and I want to do this and this and this it's like okay like then maybe like one day you'll randomly get an email from someone from some brand and then like you'll go meet them and they're like oh actually like I know this person who's like a like a host or whatever and then you meet them and then you meet the network and it's it's just like things always click and like you always have to like be in the flow like you just have to kind of like allow things into your life and like be open to it yeah and then also like trust your gut like you you know like i just feel like people like get clues like either like if you believe in god or like the universe or whatever like you want to call it it's like you get guided by god or whoever you believe in yeah like you need to do this like you get a feeling yeah you know it's weird i feel like so for me i believe in god so like there's this book it's called god when god winks at you yeah exactly and so like god is always winking yeah Yeah. so like if if your thing's the universe whatever my thing's god exactly so for me i'm like all the same and little things like an e when i get an email or like i meet you know a non-camera host whatever yeah it's like for me it's like a god wink exactly you know yeah it's like you're on the right path or like you you just know like you you get clues yeah you really do get clues i want to get specific here for you do you like write stuff down in a journal like how do you visualize it i do like the whole tea like i'm very into it okay so tell me go like give me an example Uh, like I do the whole tea like I will script how I like see like what I want like in a present tense like you write you write exactly like okay let's just say like so do you have a manifestation journal yes okay but like you don't have to like the thing is like manifesting is supposed to be as simple as possible it's just you can go into different ways of like rehashing it okay yeah Um, I want to know what you do though Okay, like, for example, if I was, like, trying to manifest, like, a house, I would write, like, I am in a beautiful home, like, my house has, like, ten bedrooms. So you write as if it's present day. Exactly. Holy cow, I love that. I want to do that. And you have to emotionally feel it. So your emotion is what carries 
the like prayer or belief or yeah. intention into the universe and kind of attracts it into your life. When do you typically do this? Um, you can do it whenever. They suggest doing it during like a new moon because that's just like a new phase. And then by the time it's a full moon, whatever you're manifesting should start clicking. Shut up. I didn't know that. What do you mean they? <laughs> like who says this? Uh-huh. Um, just like spiritual teachers, uh-huh. like Abraham Hicks, for example. Love her. Wow. Really? Is that someone like that? Who is that? So Abraham Hicks, kind of a hard explanation. I would just tell them to look it up. Look it up. After you watch The Secret, you can look into Abraham Hicks and then it'll all make sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, okay. That's one thing you do. You like totally yeah. write down. I write down. I make a vision board every year. Um, every year. Once yeah. a year? But you can do it every month or so. Uh It, like, really doesn't matter. So do you do, like, a big poster board and then... Yeah, you kind of just, like, clip out or you can just print out or you can Photoshop and, like, just stick it, like, on, like, a board. There's this girl on YouTube named Amber Scholl. Mm -hmm. Love her. She makes these vision board videos, like, yearly. And every year, every single thing she puts on her vision board is 100% comes through. Shut up. She does it every year. Every year. She started as a... Her story... (laughs) LOL, but she she started out as a postmate and then shut up. Her car got like messed up or something happened. So obviously she couldn't work. So she was on her roof like crying and she started just vlogging. Like she just got like like a something clicked in her head to just start like filming herself. And then she just posted online thinking, you know, no one's gonna see it. And then people started seeing it, but not a lot, you know? Yeah. Then she started doing her little vision boards of like her having like subscribers and her having her own place and this and that, and then like it just happened. Wow. For her. And every year, like, literally the last one, like, she put, like, a Mercedes, like, on it and this and this. And you can be as extra as you want, like, because you can manifest anything into your life. Like, everything's available to you. And then she, like, put that. And then the next year's video, it's like she has all those things. Wow. Yeah. Is there anything specific, like, that you've put that was, like, extra or something that you, like, made, like, maybe didn't think that you would achieve or whatever. And then you got it from manifestation? I'm trying to think of like something like very specific. Well, definitely like my job. So uh-huh. the job I have now, like, okay, so <laughs> it's okay. Whoa, this no, it's is okay. such a tangent. No, it's okay. I lo- I want it. I wanted to talk about that. So okay, so right now I do marketing for a beauty company, which is something I never knew I would get into, but here we are. Yeah, I've always been into makeup and always into skincare and cosmetics. Which he has like the most flawless skin. Oh God, thank <laughs> you. It's really not. It's all an illusion. No, it's beautiful. <laughs> so obviously, when I was younger, that was just not a thing for boys and in Florida it was never a thing for boys and then I remember like when makeup? I used to makeup skincare okay. like it's just not for boys just beauty yeah just beauty is not for boys and mm-hmm. that's what I was like raised and taught and well not by my parents but society yeah and I remember like when I used to work in the mall like I used to envy like the people I used to work in Sephora and I was like oh like I wish like I could be there with the people because mm-hmm. I had like not the best skin when I was younger it wasn't horrible by any means but it wasn't good and I got really into like researching like ingredients and so I wanted to be like a dermatologist or plastic surgeon at one point I don't know what I was thinking yeah but at one point that's what I wanted to do so I got Every really kid into has like a formula face. and like things like that and chemicals and it was something I was always passionate with and just makeup itself. I, I always thought it was interesting. Uh-huh. And then I just thought it was so beautiful, like people getting ready and like getting glam. I don't know. I just loved it. Basically, like when 
I started moving out of Florida, like, obviously, like, I would use skincare and wear makeup and stuff, but it was never, like, extreme or, like, crazy because I live in Florida and people normally don't wear makeup anyway, so it just wasn't, like, a thing. And then I feel like everything changed and like all these boys started coming out and like being influencers and like paving the way and like Jeffree Star was really big in that. Yeah. So the reason why I kind of was like bold enough to be into skincare and makeup was because of Jeffree Star. Okay. So when I was a baby... I was like 10 or 11. I was like on MySpace and then I discovered like Jeffrey and it Shut was like up. the first man in makeup I've ever saw. And then I was like, oh my God, like I could do that too. Not like be him, but yeah. like I could express myself yeah. how I wanted to. And he was like a very like pivotal role model in my life that like I was like, oh my God, like I can like express myself how I want. Wow. And so was RuPaul and like wow. his show too, which I didn't watch it when I was younger, but like of course I knew who RuPaul yeah. was. And like David Bowie and like Marilyn Manson, you know, all of them. It it was just inspiring. And then, okay, so presently, my mom's like, okay, the job you have has no security, honey. (laughs) You need to get it together if you're going to stay in LA. So then I sat there, I was like, well, I'm not going to do the normal thing. I'm going to do what I know what, what I do best. And that's manifesting. And I like wrote down exactly what I wanted. I wanted like a job that would provide me enough for my rent and like this type of lifestyle. And like I could like shop comfortably and do this. And then like I didn't have to go to work all the time. And like I could be there like three days a week or like whatever. And to the T, it is exactly what I wrote. Like violently, like violently. Okay, but here's the T, everyone. So when I was hired there, it didn't start off like that. Yeah. So I was on a probation period, which is normal in corporate companies. What does that mean? Okay, so when you get hired for like a bigger company, they test test you for like 90 days. Yeah. So you get a probationary salary and like they kind of see if they actually want to hire you, which I did not know that. And like from going from getting paid so much to being on probation for three months at entry level salary yeah. was very tricky to say the least but I mean I I don't know I just felt something about this job and I didn't have all the things on my list then but as I like got promoted and like stayed there for like a year not like it it took a year for it to happen but like within six months I got everything on my list wow and it's it's just been getting better and better ever since I've been staying there and it's like it's exactly what I want like I'm very hands-on I play with the formulas like I play with design, like, I do their events, I do, like, influencer stuff with them, like, I do their marketing, like, it's so great to learn, because obviously, eventually in life, I want my own brand, and this is, like, the perfect learning opportunity. Yeah. I had this, like, professor who would always be, like, you should always, like, work first before just jumping into a brand, because a lot of people just jump into starting their brand. Yeah. And because they're, like, you can kind of, like, experiment with other people's brands and see what works and what doesn't, and then you can apply that to your own later in life when you're mature and your brain has fully developed and you can figure out what you are best at so that whatever you you suck at you can Mm -hmm. outsource and hire i'm the queen of outsourcing things i'm bad at yeah yeah okay cool so you love your job you what's your technical title uh okay social (laughs) social media department head ish okay I, I don't know. I, I do have an official title, but it's confusing. But basically, I do all their marketing. Okay. Like, I have a title, and it says social media, but I do all their marketing. Gotcha. Is yeah. your biggest form of marketing, would you say, Instagram? 100%. Okay. 
Undoubtedly. And also in the future, TikTok. TikTok is taking over. It it really is. That is is what is new. You know, you were asking that earlier. It's TikTok. Really? TikTok is the new thing. You heard it here first. It's a new vine. It is. It is the new vine. TikTok is down. Do I I think the people on TikTok have a certain level of influence? No. But people do grow very fast on it and brands are taking notice. Really? Yeah. Because people mindlessly follow people on TikTok. They're like, click, click, yeah. click. But the thing is, they don't carry that influence unless they have that, like... That's so true. Magnet effect. That's so true. I want to talk a little bit... I went off. I feel like the podcast was, like, three hours long already. No, I love it. Okay. I, I think it's really interesting, like... Okay. About hearing about people's stories and, like, how they got... Especially in LA, like, everyone has such a unique story yeah. about, like... What was there one person or like job that you feel like was pivotal for you to like help you get to where you are now in the job I have now? Yeah. No, I would say fit Really? Yeah. Fit oh Like God, just like that. the college experience itself. Would you like, ever teach a class at fit No. Really? I would love to be like a mentor to people, but I, I don't you think don't, I would yeah. teach. I'm just not a good, like, I, I don't know. I just feel like if people would turn and stuff, I'd be like, what is this? You know, <laughs> I wouldn't want to grade it. I don't know. I feel like you would be good. Like just one class. You know what I mean? Oh, I would, somewhere. I would do that. Yeah. yeah. But I wouldn't like. No, great. not full time. I wouldn't even test. I wouldn't. I'd just be like, okay, this is what I do. And this is how I do it. Yeah. But I feel like you'd yeah. be so good at that. Yeah. I have a few questions for you because okay. I know you work with a lot of influencers, right? Yes. Okay. I do. So how did you get into the influencer world kind of and befriend a lot of them and like start okay. working with them? Okay. So okay, it, it's weird because like in my business life, people think like I met the influencers through my business life. But in actuality, I met them through my personal life, which is like funny. So at FITM, okay, long story short, you meet one YouTuber, you meet them all. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> They're with all that. connected, especially like the lifestyle. They community. all know each other. Exactly. So. And they've all grown up watching going each to, other too. Watching each other and like going to BeautyCon, going to IMATS, going exactly. to all these things. So they all like have met each other. Yeah. They've all like gone to a few awkward like shopping days together. Like yeah. they all know a each black other. Friday yes, video. Black Friday video. Yeah. They've all collabed. Like they all know each other. So that's very true. Yeah. So it's a lot smaller than you would think. It's the so community. small. Yeah. So small. Even like the celebrity world. So oh, small. So small. Like, and also, okay, here's another like hack, I guess, for like people. So like if you're trying to like tap into like the influencer or like celebrity world, which like I know a lot, a lot of my friends are like celebrity makeup artists and stuff too. So if you meet one and like you're really good with them, they will refer you. Yeah. Like, and then you will be like the resident makeup artist that yeah. house. Like people will like book you. Like, cause I remember like one of my friends found this like random, like she just reached out via dm to like one of my friends and she was like a like interior decorator Mm -hmm. she wasn't the best she Mm -hmm. really wasn't but she she killed her place it was amazing but but like youtubers they don't like like looking for things like they like things being told to them and they're like okay i'll do it yeah or like oh so-and-so did it so okay i'm gonna do that yeah well there's no better form of recommendation than like a personal friend yeah exactly from someone you know and trust she decorated the house what and then then youtuber two contacted the same interior decorator then you know another person moved to la they need an interior decorator then another person moved to a house they need an 
interior decorator and she was like the interior decorator of YouTube. Kind of like Mr. Kate. Like yeah. she met one YouTuber and then kind of like hit it exactly. off. And, like, and then literally made a, a whole like show and stuff off. Exactly. Of and even with like celebrity makeup artists, I have friends who like do like Iggy's makeup and then like immediately after that, like Iggy like tells like for example like cardi like they're like hanging out and she's like oh who did your makeup and it's like oh like this person i know and then they're like oh my god give me their number or like whatever exactly it's so crazy it's funny like so i people probably can figure out that i work for alicia you do and so (gasps) (laughs) well i've talked about it like i feel like i've talked about my podcast like once or twice yeah Actually, I've talked about it way more. I'm, I usually typically yeah. talk about it on other people's podcasts. Yeah. But a perfect example is, like, mm-hmm. I first started working for her. And, like, yeah. it, it, it was, like, people saw that I was working for her. Like, right. her, like, friends or the, the community had saw that I was working for her. And it wasn't even, like, she was even referring me, which she would. She's amazing. She's, right. like, she's, <laughs> she's, she's, like, oh, very supportive of everyone and everything. Yeah. But she wants but, to keep Taylor to herself. <laughs> but what's funny is that, like, people, like, would even see, like, mm-hmm. oh, like, Taylor's working for her. Like, Alicia trusts her. Like, then I want her. Exactly, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I started getting all these random, like, DMs and messages and, like, whatever from people that needed help. And, like, yeah. I'm very thankful to be, like, where I am full time with Alicia, but it's just funny how much like one person's trust and like if they're all in about someone and they support them, then the rest of the world. Like I feel like when I started working for Alicia, like I met her and then I met like her sister and her agent and her like Mm -hmm. uh, all of her friends and like blah blah blah. And it was just like this whole other world that like immediately accepts you because they're their friend and their coworker or client or whoever the whatever the relationship is they mm-hmm. trust her so much so they're gonna trust me yeah do you know what i mean so like i feel like for anyone that like wants a, you know a certain job or whatever if you can find like the right person that can like mentor you or like exactly. be in your corner it's like so and like don't be valuable. afraid to work for free oh my god i did it for so long oh, oh I've my worked- god like a year or two i worked in top top shop at the grove like the whole time i was in college because apparently to be a buyer you need retail experience i was there oh my god it was the worst yeah i worked like, at planet blue oh my god wow like i loved the company and like working there was great but like oh my god i just hate it like yeah. oh my god and just like even the amount of times i've like been on set for free yeah. but like you still it's so valuable yeah and i wasn't paid dirt like literally my uber expense because uber way yes. back then was so expensive went directly to my paycheck my paycheck yeah. was i was working there for free yeah you might as well consider it an in- intern that's so true yeah that's hilarious you said that jeffrey star really inspired yes you. and Love if him. you don't want to talk about this you don't have to but i know you work with him a lot now yeah your job yeah is that like a crazy full circle moment for you yes oh my god like so cool we were like one of the like sponsors of his tour so it wasn't like directly through him it was with lipstick nick which is makeup artist so they kind of went on tour together and kind of just took on brands that they really believed in and loved and kind of like put us on the map in a sense yeah so working with him was amazing he was so nice like literally every time i see him he's so kind and so sweet and like amazing like obviously like nothing he does is sponsored everything is like the full truth and nothing but the truth on his channel which i believe is why he's so like popular and stuff and everyone loves him and like 
it, it, it was like it definitely lived up to the expectation because you know like some people are like oh like I love this celebrity but then when I met them I was like yeah oh my god the image was like destroyed totally. but for me it, it was not destroyed it it was reinforced yeah, yeah. I was like this is such a cool like, yes, like, businessman and like he's killing it he is killing oh, it yeah. his brand his formulations like him as a person like wow like he's so inspiring like I want to like be him in a business sense like, yeah he's goals yeah like I, I admire everything about him. Like I admire how kind he treats his like friends and family and his loved ones and his animals. And he's such a soft spoken person and like people really like misunderstand him in a sense, but definitely like with like the Shane series and stuff, I feel like people definitely saw yeah. the real like version real of him. him. And like I loved the series like oh my god that series the is series so is the good. best ever. It yeah. needs to be on Netflix, honestly. Literally, like it's so interesting. It's better than half the shit on Netflix. Anyway. Oh my god, like Shane is so incredible. He is literally a yeah. mastermind. So one thing about Jeffrey, like what's yeah. one thing that you say like you've learned from him or you like you've gotten value out of from him? Um I think like just always like staying focused on business and but not in the sense that it's like wild but like just like staying focused like he took his brand and like he stuck with it and he really believed in himself and he made it into what it is today like just like him and like experiencing like all this like adversity I guess that's the word like you know like a lot of people like didn't believe in him and like people like you know would call him a freak and they're like what are you doing and like this is like crazy and like you know and like for him to take that and like create like a music career out of it first and then go on tour and like he's been be a he's celebrity for so long and then take his celebrity them and then he kind of like went not into retirement but like he stopped making music and kind of like went off a little and then he came back so strong with like his lipsticks and completely rebranded into like this makeup maven something he's always yeah been known for in like the community and like uh there's like something in like marketing where it's like where it's like you get advice from someone who's like known as like an expert in the industry Uh and like he is that person in makeup like he is the expert yeah like he has like the like he's just been wearing it for so long and like just knows how to do makeup so well and like he he has his own brand like everyone trusts him yeah you know yeah was that did i even answer the well you just said he's like super focused on like him and his brand and believing in it exactly yeah and i like his him just believing in himself and like not giving up is what i've learned from him got it yeah Okay, where do you predict, like, the influencer world will go? To TikTok. I'm just kidding. (laughs) TikTok. Um. (laughs) Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. 
Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, honestly, like, people are so weird about influencers. Like, people talking about it get so, like... They get heated. Yeah, they get heated, and it's just crazy. Okay, like, I'm I sorry. think people actually think that influencers live their, the life that they put on their Instagram. Oh, no. But that is just not it. That is not the truth. But I will say, I personally think it's only going to get bigger, but I feel like it's the new, like, television. It's the new network. Yeah. Like, it's just the new thing, and, like, people just have to accept it and kind of let go of cable. Yeah. Because I don't... Because I have. <laughs> ...is the thing anymore. And, like, of course, like, there's always going to be a place for it. But I feel like it's completely, like, shifted. Like, even these celebrities, like, oh, my God, like, they're they're going on YouTube, girl. They, yeah. they have a We channel. were just talking... Ollie and I were just chatting because um, Alicia and I <coughs> were watching so alicia had like seen a video of yeah. j-lo yeah. on youtube Love and it popped her. up and she was like oh my god j-lo has a channel so she just since you she watched the one thing yeah. youtube st- kept recommending things and she's like this new the new hustlers movie is coming right. out which like looks amazing so want to see it and Same. i highly recommend watching the video of j-lo training to be like a stripper for the movie it's like so Iconic. good but anyway it's just funny that like j-lo like yeah. j-lo has a youtube channel exactly and like she's like everyone wants a piece hustlers of the like i've only seen marketing through like literally influencers like nikita right. dragon just did a huge thing great. with them yeah. yeah and i i literally wouldn't know about the movie if it weren't for i didn't know about the movie until i saw nikita post same same and then we like just so <laughs> happen to get it recommended on da, 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 a digital platform youtube exactly. that j-lo was like training for it so that just goes it's to show that all, i mean like even like shay mitchell the rock yeah will smith also like i think people see how successful these influencers are and we're, are like oh like that's where the brand's money is going now so i want a piece of that pie yeah wow okay so where do you think they're not getting like celebrities are not getting the endorsement deals that they used to yeah like it's going to influencers who actually have pull yeah like the the thing about celebrities is your product will be seen you'll get the impressions but you're not going to get the pull yeah and that's what brands want now they want to sell out they want people to buy they want people to engage and okay my advice to celebrities any celebrities listening to tk (laughs) if you're a celebrity i would not necessarily join you too because it's going to be like totally a studio production and totally like not like you know not a connection and the difference between you and a youtuber is like they actually make a connection with their audience and their audience deeply cares about them the thing is like you may watch like 
Britney Spears on YouTube. Yeah. But you don't feel like you know her yeah. unless it's like videos like how Alicia makes videos like in Target yeah. and doing this and like cooking her food and like, uh-huh. you know what I mean? And people like that, it's like you truly start believing that they're your friend, which they are. Yeah. They connect with you through the camera and you will buy the stuff. You will you use trust. what they're using. You trust them. Because they're your friend and yeah. they're not going to steer you wrong. But I mean, would you really buy something that Britney Spears recommended yeah. or would you rather buy something Alicia Marie who you watch for seven years yeah. is recommending and literally uses every day and you see it in her videos mm-hmm. I would buy what Alicia Marie is recommending what about people that want to be influencers what do you mean like do you think there's room for them <laughs> oh my think- god yes there's okay. vi- violent amounts of room. I agree but some people think like oh it's so saturated you can never get big and that's I'm like, so not true like so not people true. who say that it are like people who don't want you to be an influencer I I feel like a lot of people that say that just try to be a like an influencer that they like instead of yeah. being themselves yeah or and, they're jaded and yeah and just don't pop off that way because like really i what's unique about everyone is them being themselves and so cheesy what's but. so crazy okay so the tea if you want to be an influencer like literally like the ultimate hack is literally being yourself yeah literally like people it's so cliche watch- but it's true any like people love just watching people who are just authentically themselves like it doesn't matter if you're the most boring person from alabama like there is an audience for you yeah there are like moms in kentucky who would live for your channel yeah it's actually funny like so i grew up in indiana and Mm -hmm. like i all i wanted to do was like get out of indiana because i was like oh this place like whatever like meh and then i moved here and like but you know, on my Instagram, like it's so funny whenever I talk now that I live in LA, mm-hmm. whenever I talk about Indiana or like funny, like relatable, like Midwest things, like I get like the most like engagement right. and like that, like the stuff I talk about, like for instance, I just posted a photo, uh, like in Greece, like with like the stupid sweatsuit on from old Navy and like my zit cream mm-hmm. and like stuff like that <coughs> does so well because right. everyone's like, Oh my God, like relatable. I get right. it. Like whatever. Like it, it's just like stuff, stuff like that pops off. And it's, and it's just so funny to me. Cause I used to be so mistaken. Right. Like when I was in Indiana, I thought I had to have like a G wagon and all this right. sh- crap to like flex, you no, know, you don't need when really. You, you just be yourself yes. and people love watching the come up yes like yes. if you're in like a ranky studio with four other people people would live to watch your channel yeah and then see you in that mansion a few years later they would live yeah people love that i love that so oh i love that yeah too. actually all of like pretty much all of my like big youtuber friends especially alicia and i know she'll let me tell this uh, is queen. that her favorite youtubers to watch are smaller people like yes. smaller people that are like about to like pop off pop off yeah, yeah. like that's it's like, such a cool magical moment and like watching like for even me like i love watching like when someone buys like their first like she always talks about this like her their first like designer like yeah piece, or, like their too. first like because yeah. they're so excited about it like their first pr package like literally even me like i'm like <laughs> my janky as um <laughs> podcast mic is like on top of this vital proteins box me. and like I'm obs- I've been obsessed with vital proteins for like ever and they just sent me like <laughs> some of their products and I am so stoked about it like you're so cute no but literally like I could not be more excited about my collagen peptides <laughs> you know I was gagged when Tarte sent me a package yeah 
Tart randomly sent me like a package and I screamed. I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, who am I? I'm like free product that I would literally, yeah. I buy every week. You know what I mean? Li- literally. That's wild. So, um, yeah. So you think there's room for everyone? Oh my God. There's so much room. And actually I now work in the beauty community. So I know a lot of like beauty influencers and micro beauty influencers. Yes. And by micro, I mean like under 200,000 or like under a hundred thousand. Yeah. When I say that. So it's funny because it's like the micro influencers who are like so like weird about like shouting out their friends and like tagging people and like discouraging people from like joining the community and i find that very odd wait micro yes and like all the people that i know that are like bigger and stuff they're so like helpful and engaging and like shouting out smaller people but i i've noticed hostility in like the smaller world well it's kind of like experiences it's kind of like i use this example literally i feel like every day it's like you know, in high school, yeah. there's a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, right? Right. The seniors are the most chill. Exactly. Like, they're, they're seniors. They're the coolest. Yeah. But they're the most chill. It's the sophomores. Like, yeah. the, the freshmen are so excited. They're so cute. Whatever. Yeah. Juniors are going through their hardest academic They're going year, through the game. So, they're, like, yeah. they're just, like, quiet. The sophomores are the worst yeah. because they are entitled and they're the hotheads because they've been there for a year. They think they have, <coughs> they have it all figured out. Yeah. They think they should be a senior. Yes. And that is the exact same, like, that goes to show, like, the difference between, I mean, this does not go for, like, all micro versus macro at all. Yeah. But, like, even just, like, in a company, like, the CEO is so chill compared to, like, that coordinator that is just, like, so entitled and so horrible and so mean and, like, whatever. And it's just, like, your time will come. Put your head down. Be nice to people. And it'll work. And, like... A tag for someone who is trying to make it that you really like is nothing. Oh, yeah. Like share share people you like. Like there's enough followers to go around for everyone in the whole world. Like how many followers does Kylie Jenner have? Like fifty million, yeah, hundred million. Like that in the grand scheme of things, you don't have a lot of followers if you're an influencer. In the grand scheme of things, yeah. like so it's true. Like, it like followers is like a well that is never ending yeah and also like just because okay like okay i'll use like alicia and remy for example how like they like always like have each other each other's channel and they're like never like competitive with each other it's like just because someone watches remy doesn't mean they're gonna stop watching alicia and watch only remy and like so true yeah be like like, they get excited they're like oh my god i have someone else to watch like this is so fun and they're friends and this is cool and And they're like oh my god i want to see their like friendship develop and i like want to watch them as like humans like be friends to and i feel like that's why like also the lifestyle community which is like what alicia and remy and all of them are in has been so successful because they've always been like very authentic with their collabs and they're actually friends and they actually care about each other and they're not competitive yeah so it's like and they all share each other's audiences which is all unique yeah and like you know like they know like it's all like Uh uh-huh you know totally no no no. i get it you know (coughs) when you can tell is like when someone I don't know. It's just stable. And like, I feel like there's so many people like mm-hmm. trashy people in LA that are like, look at a follower count or like exactly. judge someone by a follower count. And like, and then they're like, Hmm, do I really want to collab or do it? And know? that just like is so beyond me. Yeah. It's like, I'm if like, you like their content, like why not? I know. I know. Like, I don't care if I had one or 15 million followers, I would shout someone out if I like their exactly. content. And it, it, especially like if I was friends with them or exactly. like, I would never feel like that they were taking away something i also me. feel like that's how you can tell when someone is like <laughs> secure in their self and their exactly. content is when 
when they're like happy to throw an extra hand out to help someone else or exactly. like shout someone out or what. It doesn't even mean like you put up stories that are like follow blah blah blah. Yeah. It's just like you know yeah. what I mean. They're like you can tell yeah. when you meet someone. And Look, okay, like to shout out Miss Alicia for a minute. Miss Alicia, for example, like I've had I Best have two, two little stories about Miss Alicia. I remember one of our fr- mutual friends was like not knowing what to really do during vlogmas like she didn't really understand how to do vlogmas or vlog yeah. necessarily she took time out of her day alicia's a busy woman yeah as she's you so know busy. <laughs> alicia took time out of her day to take her on one of her vlogs to literally show her exactly what she does an exact formula like and Alicia's definitely someone who like shares the wealth of knowledge. Like she does. Whatever she knows, she will help you out. Like even like when um her sister and Ash or, or Ashley and Taryn wanted to start a podcast, she was like, Oh my god, like you guys should do this and this is how to do this and like she's so helpful. Even for me, like yeah. I'll literally it'll be like in my work hours. She's like, yeah. Okay, Taylor, like what are you trying to do for your podcast? Like, what can I do to help? And I'm like She's so sweet. I literally like lay on the floor and I'm like fall over and I'm like what she's so oh my god like wow like she's so like I I hope I can do that for someone literally same and like Remy's the same way like she's always trying to help people like truly it's it's like that like shows someone's like true spirit and that is truly why I believe that's where they are yeah or why they are where they are today and what good examples like (laughs) it's so comforting and like awesome knowing that like these girls with such I mean obviously they're my friends so I'm always gonna gas them up yeah like even if I didn't know them it's so awesome like knowing that these two girls like that have such big (laughs) followings in the world are like actually such good influences yeah you know what I mean in real life so kind so helpful like I've never met a more selfless person than Remy yeah like and Alicia is so kind like both wow, of them yeah their minds um yeah <laughs> this exactly. is just an Alicia and this Remy is just like that. we just gas them up it's a podcast about them yeah about pretty basic okay so do you you predict that the influencer world is just gonna get bigger and bigger it's gonna get bigger i feel like there's gonna be like an awkward moment with like tiktok but like besides that like i think it's just gonna get bigger i feel like everyone's trying to uh like get into youtube but like try to make it into like more like tv Uh, okay (laughs) i feel like that's what's next like I, I know they already started with like YouTube Red and stuff, but like I feel like it's oh it's yeah, only you know who bigger. I feel like is really making it like t like um, bringing on an MTV vibe is Kian and JC or JC. Yeah. I don't know what the which whose name comes first. Yeah, but I think I've seen like one of their videos, but I'm no, a lot of their like a lot of like even. <clears throat> I don't, I don't know. I feel like it's really trendy right now to do like very MTV, like reality challenge oh, yeah. styled videos. Like, like for instance, they did, they were the people that did the quote, like the reality house and yeah. like literally like they stuck like all these YouTubers in a house yeah. for like, I don't know, 24 hours and they had all these challenges and stuff. Well, like even like the, okay. Like the TV networks that get it, like MTV, like they get it. Um, like for example, they put Tana's wedding oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on their YouTube channel. Yeah. They're smart. So, so it's smart. like I feel like they're slowly but surely catching on like these yeah. TV networks. MTV like is actually really smart with all that. <laughs> mm-hmm. They did um a whole, I think, cribs. They're like shows like a few years ago, like awkward. I know, like, Room Raiders. Yeah, like I'm next. That. <laughs> yeah. I think it was MTV. They did like mm-hmm. a Snapchat version of cribs of david dobrik's house 
which is so like cool. so smart. So Snapchat smart. has been killing it with their shows. Yeah. Um, I know Bad Baby had a show. Really? I didn't watch it, but I heard and I like, I think I tapped one, but like it looked cool. Dang. And the last thing I wanted to say about this kind of like segment of the podcast is that, and I feel like we I've said off. it before. Yeah. On my podcast, but I'm going to say it again because I think it's one of the most valuable things. I heard it from Tanya Rad, who heard it from Chelsea Handler. So it's Me. Chelsea Handler's words and it is, there's room for everyone in this industry. A hundred percent. So that's Amen. the thesis. Okay. And if you don't believe it, there's not enough room for you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. One other question about influencers. Who do you think are some underrated influencers? Let me look who I follow. Okay. Because I like, I love this question. Oh my God. Okay. This might take me like a second. That's okay. Take your time. Take your time. After the long awaited (laughs) scrolling. Three hour wait. Of scrolling. Who do you think? Okay, so I have a confession. I don't really follow too many people that are smaller. I do on my Instagram, but not necessarily on YouTube. But someone who's very underrated in America is Pony Makeup. Oh. She is the most amazing makeup artist from Korea. She is so beautiful. And her techniques and the quality of editing and... The production value she puts in her video is insane. Oh, wow. She's beautiful. She is so good. Like, if I was, like, a beauty YouTuber, this is how my videos would look. Period. Okay. Like, her videos are so good. Like, so editorial. Just so much effort put in it. I would say, like, a lot of, like, Asian YouTubers that aren't necessarily known in America have underrated content. Like, obviously, they get, like, millions of followers and views in Asia, but, like... They do, like, American subtitles, but obviously they don't have, like, the biggest U.S. audience. Okay. (coughs) That's cool. I also like the Crane Couple, which me and Remy watched their videos. They're basically, like, a channel that goes to, like, arcades, and they're really good at getting the stuffed animals out. We were addicted to watching them for months. and then shut up. We would go to arcades, and then me and Remy have, like... 30 stuffed animals now just from like watching their videos and learning how they play and then we would go to the same arcades they would go to kind of weird but true that's hilarious okay i love that okay so um as we do on this podcast as we do i posted some polls and some questions (coughs) things are about to get juicy yeah things are about to get juicy so the first i asked (coughs) two because i know you're really good at giving advice and we're gonna give some advice to some people because they sent in stuff but let's answer these polls first so the first question is do you pay attention to who gives you advice yes yes you do yeah when do you feel like you became aware of i feel like when i was younger for me at least i would just be like whatever someone told me i would believe but now i feel like i'm more i pick and choose like who i accept the advice from when do you think you started started being more aware yeah i would say like probably early early like high school or like like late middle school i actually think for me it's actually pretty recent oh wow like i think that i've always had a good conscience and stuff but like i think that i'm just a lot more specific i'm a lot more um what's the word like picky and choosy about who i decide i think with me when i got older i realized my family's advice wasn't like 100 percent what i needed to hear yeah I, I think I learned that now. Yeah. But I would never ask people advice that I knew that, like, they wouldn't necessarily know the answer. Yeah. 
Wait, yeah, I agree. You're three, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Just making sure. Like, okay, like for example, he's talking about enneagrams. <laughs> for example, people are like, are they talking code? <laughs> literally. For example, like if when you're like in eighth grade and like you want like a guy to like take you out to the dance or whatever, it's like you're not going to ask someone who like has never experienced that. Yeah. Like, you're not going to ask like a yeah. sixth grader. Yeah. Like you're going to ask like your friend that like always goes to the dance and like gets all the boys. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And I, I feel like I realized that early. Like I would always ask people who knew. I agree. Like I feel like I, I was smart about it, but I feel yeah. like now <laughs> if someone's maybe giving me poor advice, yeah. instead of me just like taking it or like yeah. believing it right away, I'm way more selective. That's oh, the word. Yeah. Well, you know in I mean? LA too, people are snaky. Oh, Some yeah. people try to give you weird advice is low-key sabotage yes exactly exactly i think that's why i'm I'm just way more selective now you have to be jaded too oh yeah yeah okay so 91 percent said yes so that's a good sign okay um i said do you take advice or do you take advice from anyone or do you pick and choose who you take advice from what do you do i always pick and choose i pick and choose violently 85 percent said pick and choose but 15 percent said anyone so i mean i wouldn't ask like like I okay, like if I need advice on like how to grow a plant, I would ask a farmer. I wouldn't ask an accountant. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so speaking of advice, because mm-hmm. I was talking to Alicia and Remy. I actually texted Remy, and then yeah. I spoke with Alicia about what I should ask you on the pod. Oh my god, I'm scared. And they said they both said to do like advice <coughs> stuff because apparently oh, okay. you're really good at giving advice. Yeah, which I feel like I need to go to you when I need advice yeah, more here now. I am. <laughs> So I asked people on Instagram, I was like, hey, okay. like, who needs advice on what? Like, can you okay. guys send me some stuff? So I'll, some people sent me some really good stories. So okay. I want to, like, answer a few. And some of them are, like, literally my friends. Okay. So my first <clears throat> friend, I'm not going to say her name. It's okay. Went on an amazing first date with a boy. Like we were for sure vibing and we made out after and he texted me. See you soon. Hopefully red heart. She even put note the red heart. (laughs) So I texted him a few days later and didn't hear back for a long time while like a few days we had a quick text exchange and really haven't heard from him since and wtf (laughs) she goes he said he might have to go to this certain country this week for work so maybe he is in the certain country i'm just gonna say paris because it's similar to that right but anyways that's her situation and she needs help what would you say to do Wait, okay. She need to provide more context. Does she still want to talk to him? I'm assuming so, right? Yeah. Okay, my advice to this young, beautiful lady who I don't know, cough, cough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I vote that you stop talking to him. Obviously, he's going to a different country, which he's probably going to talk to people there. Well, he's going there for work. Allegedly. We don't know him. It's only been one date. I, I don't trust anyone after one date. And also, he still hasn't seen you since that first date, and he gave you all that. I don't think so. He's canceled. Next. Wow, you're so much so much more aggressive than I am. Oh, he's so canceled. Like, And then, like, for him to give you all of that, and then later, like, be so cold with the over text, I don't think so. Especially the first date, girl. You don't have the time. Next. There's That's so true. much guys in the also, world. Also, like, that is very true. <clears throat> like, the thing is, if a guy, if anyone, this goes yeah. for guys and girls, I think, if someone interested they will freaking show interest i like what remy told me randomly she said if a guy likes you you'll know and if a guy doesn't like you you'll be confused and that's just
necessity. That is needs to be like on a sign. I'm pretty sure she found the quote somewhere, but wow. When she that said that, so screamed. If a guy likes you, you'll know. If a guy doesn't like you, you'll, you'll be, be confused. confused. <laughs> I have it in my notes app. It's been Holy true. Holy shit. I need to put that as my phone's phone. Also, like, account. girl, you don't have the time. One date, goodbye. Guys are renewable resource. Just go to Whole Foods. There's and also, like, a red heart emoji, like, no. doesn't mean as much as you think it does. No, 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 no. It's not that deep. Nope. Unfortunately. Yeah, and a story view is not that deep either, girls. Oh, my gosh. Story, no, story views are not deep and likes are not deep. No. And then also like when they like, you know, obviously when you follow someone, your story is going to come up first for a little bit until they start following more people. Yeah. So it's like, of course, they're going to see your story the second. Everyone watches everyone's story. Sometimes I watch stories and I didn't even know I watched it. Yeah. Well, I have a few people muted, but. <laughs> <laughs> Me. I literally, I wonder how many people I've muted, actually. I love muting people. How many people do you think you have muted? Well, the thing is, I don't care. I'll unfollow. But like when I know it's going to cause drama, I'll mute. But probably like maybe 10. We should look at each other's mute list. I know. Wait, how do you do that? I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Wait, I want to do it right now. Okay. How do I see who I've Imagine I'm on it. (laughs) No, I hope not. Uh, About your account, close friends. Maybe you can't check it. Just tap the menu button at the top right corner of a post. Oh. Do you have to individually go? I think you do. Yeah. That's annoying. I feel like I probably have... Honestly, like... Like... Yeah, you, you would literally have to, like, individually go. Dang, that's annoying. She- okay, so this girl <laughs> down me. I actually know her. She's my friend. Mm-hmm. And this is what she said. Hypothetically, how would you handle seeing your ex-boyfriend at your five-year high school reunion for the first time since you told him to F off forever because he was trying to hang out with you while he's dating someone he, quote, loves not too long ago? And what would you wear? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so the ex talked to her like recently before the reunion. So basically they dated for like a long ass time, like in high school, college, whatever it was. Right. And then it ended horribly. They went their separate ways. And then he's like in love with someone is dating them and they're about to come up on their five year high school reunion. So they dated in high school. Right. So five years and like uh, just recently. So they're about to go to the reunion, but just recently he's like trying to talk to the girl and like hang out with her. And she's like, she said F off. Yeah. And now she's about to see him. So, like, what does she do? Obviously, she cares. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, this is a really good question. First of all, obviously, you would wear Louis Vuittons. (laughs) (laughs) First and foremost, the higher the heel, the better the revenge. First and foremost, just like... The highest (laughs) heels you own, the nicest pair. Walk in with a Birkin. Rent rent the runway, honey. If you don't got it, rent the runway. True. Get, get... Oh, my God. You better show up in an SUV. Oh, my God. You better get your hair done. Your makeup. black. Ooh, you better be sickening. You got to show... Show him what he's been missing these five years. Yeah. You better show him that that body, that hair, the so fat. Good. Oh my god! You you better make him eat his heart out, and you do not even look at him. Yeah, you walk in the room like you're that. You're booked and girl. busy. Like you are that girl. Yeah, you walk in there. You don't even look his way. <laughs> 
You don't even see him. You don't see him. He doesn't exist to you. You know what? You go up to the girl and you say hello to the girl. You don't even look at the guy. You say hi. That'll put him in his place. To show him that you've moved on and you don't give a damn. What if she wants to like rekindle things? That's an awful idea, honey. Move on. Move on, you think? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good because maybe she's thinking that, you know? Yeah, no. It's a horrible idea, girl. Leave it in high school. Close the yearbook. Close the yearbook and throw it away. (laughs) Burn it. Yeah, and also he's moved on and he's with someone else. That's actually sad. Also, he's like he's trash for like even talking to you while he's like with another someone. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's trash. That's and and he's gonna cheat on her. He's gonna cheat on you, sweetie. Exactly. And you can do. I actually know you, and you can do better than that. So yeah, and I don't know you, but I'm sure you can. I personally would wear. I mean, I think it depends on the occasion. Indiana, Something trashy, or if they're from Indiana. I just exposed something Nikita Dragon would wear. <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like you have to wear something super fashionable and like fashion forward, like in the sense that people are going to be like, whoa, like she's cool, like Mm -hmm. that way. But I also think like show off like your skin a little, but like not like leave people like wondering, you know what I mean? Like not too much to where you're like, you have to show off without looking like you're showing off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Think like Paris Hilton. Yeah. That's hot. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> Isn't that a funny question, though? Yeah, that was a good one. Okay, I have a few more. I actually have a lot more, but we're going to go through my favorites. Hey, girl, saw your advice question on Instagram for the podcast. Me and my ex have been broken up for six months, but we were still hooking up and hanging out. Horrible idea. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like nothing had changed. Horrible idea. <laughs> Recently, he cut things off for good. Yeah. The advice I wanted to move on. <laughs> was on this. He found out out about a guy I had been hanging out with while we weren't together. He believed that me and the guy were still talking and I was going behind his back slash lying. We ended things for good. I'm super sad and I don't want to move on because I feel like he is my person. Advice on moving on. So she knows she has to move on. Okay, so you have to move on. <laughs> um the guy I, i'm trying to like process this because like the the last question she asked was so like i thought she was gonna be like how do i get back with i it? know like so like good on you for knowing you have to move on first and foremost girl you said y'all was still hooking up and y'all weren't together and everything was that normal. is literally the worst idea that is the worst idea so first of all y'all weren't even together while you were with that other guy which he is mad at you about or like allegedly that he thought you guys were together during that time. How dare he be mad at you for that? That is sick. So clearly he is sick and twisted in his head and he wants his cake and he wants to eat it too. Goodbye. Tips on moving on. Cut him out. Block him. Delete the photos. Do not talk to him. Do not talk to his friends. In fact, move to LA. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, you're so extreme. No, I'm kidding. Um... But yeah, I mean, I, w- I would just stop talking to him. Don't hang out with him. Um, I would distract you yourself friends. with work. Yeah, distract yourself with work and move on. And like your like dreams and goals, like whether it could, it's fitness or exactly. school or whatever, like focus, like literally distract yourself with that. And like yeah. with that, you'll like meet other people, meet other guys and you'll yeah. be invested in that. Or invest all your time in destroying him. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Also, I'm a very sarcastic person. Yeah. If anyone has a I know. That's why I'm like telling people. I'm like, he's being, he's kidding. Okay. Here's another one. I'm struggling just a little bit to find how to show affection to my 307 boyfriend. (laughs) 
<laughs> crying crying my love language is definitely words of affirmation and his is more acts of service he Ooh. swims in college and Ooh. I go to a different college 30 minutes away Spicy. so we only see each other on the weekends mm-hmm. so I have a harder time expressing love to him than he does to me how can I combat that when I am not with him face to face wow really good question that's an amazing question oh my god wow you're so you seem so mature by the way go off sis yeah showing someone love well if you already know his love languages you already know like what he likes kind of like look into that more and investigate like what you can do for him obviously you need to text him more you need to tell him like you're thinking of him obviously like a cute little facetime call during the week when you're both free or like just something like sweet and sentimental like send him like a book you're reading or like i don't know like something like romantic like he seems more romantic than you no shade so you can kind of be more romantic or like i don't know just like send him like things of yours that like you know like remind him of you like you could just like send him like not like a picture of yourself but like a little care package like randomly or like just like something to like get him through his week like if you know it's like finals or whatever like like a tough swim week or i don't know what normal yeah i like that (coughs) especially if it's like just something kind of considerate and sentimental yeah or even like setting up i think a big thing with long distance that i because i was in a long distance relationship for literally Mm -hmm. so long that i think the big thing that um, a lot of people can gain value from is like befriending all of your significant other's friends Mm -hmm. and like once you do that like you can set up like fun little surprises like that the friends can help you a lot with like making the relationship more fun and exciting because they can be like oh like i'm flying in this day or like are you guys are only 30 minutes away so you can be like hey i actually want to come for this swim meet at this time but surprise them like can you um, find out what time like you know what i mean things like that i think that helps a lot and like i think the little things are so underrated like cute texts um even sending like funny funny like memes and stuff on instagram yeah just like sending cute little or like songs or um just thought of you sentimental also like something so cute like you can just watch like a show with him yes you guys don't have to be with each other like just be like oh my god like let's watch episode three and then talk about it later literally like or even like in his like school stuff like you could like write on a little post-it like hey like thinking of you or like something or like miss you or like can't wait to see you next and like literally like slip it into like his like freaking biology biology like folder whatever (laughs) you know what i mean me fun stuff like that so yeah that's cute okay and then there's a lot more like shorter ones i'm gonna those are my favorite the long ones but should i stay with my grandma this school year and save money to or get my own apartment save money well are they in college or does it not say doesn't say you think save money save money unless you're like late in college because i feel like it's part of the experience being on your own i think it actually it really depends on your i guess situation exactly i think it really depends on your situation but i actually i think my gut says get your own apartment but i'm such a huge advocate of like i i feel like for me i gained so much value and like i learned so much from like moving out and like being on my own (coughs) so i don't know yeah 
that's my take. I think it just, you need to figure out like what would suit you and your lifestyle and your personality best. Exactly. How do you decide what you want to have your career in if you're have interest in so many different things? Oh my God. That's everyone. I think you do everything that's offered to you (laughs) for free and then you figure out what you don't like. And college is a good time to experience that. How to be confident in your own skin. Um, you kind of have to fake it till you make it, I feel like. Yeah, listen to Lizzo, honestly. <laughs> I can't. Like, you really gotta look in the mirror and, like, you gotta be your biggest fan. Yeah. Like, you gotta be like, damn, like, I'm looking thick and delicious. Like, wow. <laughs> like, damn, like, I look good. Like, I don't care. Like, I got a wonky eyelash. I don't care, girl. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I'm looking thick and delicious. I yeah, love that. Like, I don't care. Like, my ear fell off. I don't even care, girl. Like, you just got to own it. You have to own it. Like, if you don't own it, no one else will. Yeah. Own it. Own own it. Own, it. own your flaws. Capitalize on them. <laughs> <laughs> A guy who takes forever to respond literally didn't open my snap for 16 hours. Kill him. Um, okay. I feel like 16 hours, like an hour, 16 hours. He doesn't care about you that much. So I think like try and find someone else to like snap. Also like, no, (laughs) just no. Also. Yeah. Yeah. Just no. Just no. (laughs) I agree. I agree. How to tell if uh, a guy is into you, should a girl make the first move and how? How to tell if a guy's into you. I think guys show that they're into you by physical touch. Like, most of the time, and effort. Physical touch and effort, yeah. I agree. Um, what was the other? It said, how do you know if a guy's into you and should <laughs> girls make a first move? And how? I think, yeah. Yeah, make why a first not? Mo- yeah. I what's, think- what's to lose? It's the 21st century. Exactly. And actually, I've interviewed so many guys on this podcast, and they love it when girls make first move. Also, a lot of guys don't know that girls like them. Yeah. So you you literally have to spell it out for guys. Like I like you. That's why like I like bold girls who just make out with guys. Love that. They get what they want. Okay, there's like a gazillion more and I'm going to try and answer them like on Instagram right now because we've got to go because this is a two hour long podcast. <laughs> oh my God, we beat the record. But thank you so much, Ollie, oh for being God, on the pod. Thank you for having me. I literally That's thought so you fun. asked me as a joke and I was <laughs> no. like, I was like, of course I'll be on it. But, I feel like wow. we need to do a recap where we do more of these advice Oh my god, so Thanks. down. That would be so down. fun. This is so fun. Yeah. It's so easy. We're I know. just talking. Isn't it so easy? Yeah. So where can people like follow you and okay, you know, so... gas you up, stuff like that? <laughs> <laughs> um, my social media that I use most often is Instagram. Mm-hmm. I usually post stories. So you can follow me at Ollie Abbas, O L I A B B A S. Um yeah. y'all will find me. TK follows me. Perfect. Yeah. So if you have any, like, if you need any questions about work or advice or moving to LA or fit him or whatever, maybe DM him. DM, slide in, slide, slide in. in. My DMs are maybe open. Maybe you're interested in, like, having a relationship. <laughs> slide in. <laughs> oh, slide in. I'm single, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to pimp out or plug? Yes. I want to plug TK's Juicy Polls. <laughs> And my girl Remy and Alicia. Yes, exactly. This whole podcast is at them. Yeah, but I love you and thanks for having me. Of course, yeah. Everyone please go to his last photo and like comment like fire emojis and the gas the gas emoji. The gas pump emoji and the Yeah. yeah, Gas gas pump. 
Yeah. Okay. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. Two hours. I'm so sorry. Y'all have to listen to me. <laughs> Go listen hours. to all the other episodes now. Yeah. <laughs> and be sure to rate and review because it helps out a ton. And I love reading the reviews. I'll be reviewing this episode. Oh, please do. <laughs> and then also be sure to follow me on Instagram so that you can participate in that next podcast with like voting in the polls and answering questions and all those things you may be featured. It's a lot 